Hello, Hardies, and welcome to the Hardies Hotline, your connection to Hope Valley. Hosted by Caroline, myself, Cammie, and Casey. Thanks to Brian Bird for letting us use the music on our show. Now grab that paprika-filled shepherd's pie and sit back and relax. Here we go. Welcome back, Hardies, to the Hardies Hotline podcast. Today we have a very, very special episode for you guys. And I am so excited and so honored to have our guest, Charlotte Hegley, who plays the wonderful, feisty Julie Thatcher on When Calls the Heart with us. Welcome the, to the one podcast. and only. <laughs> True that, one and only. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. I'm. Hey. I'm thrilled, thrilled to be here. Oh, we're thrilled to have you more than we can say. (laughs) (laughs) So how have you been during this time of quarantine? I know this has been a really crazy year. Yeah, you know, I think every person's life during COVID has changed dramatically. Mm -hmm. So I, I do, I try to take it just each day at a time. So I have days when all I do all day is paint, or, or do something that's not like, you know, work, mm-hmm. but then I take that as a positive. Now I'm growing a little bit now as an artist, you know? So I just try, I just try to focus on the positives each day. And I've been taking online classes. I've still, I've been working a little bit right. this year. I've been auditioning. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been getting to spend some time with my parents, which is really lovely. Yeah. They're wiener dogs. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's been, uh, it, I've just been, what's the best word to describe it? I think I've just been taking it gently, you know, yeah. not being too hard on myself. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we need a lot of grace during this time, you know, just definitely taking it easy. And I have to say, sometimes I don't take it easy and I need to, you know, <laughs> there's, <I> just go <laughs> crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of anxiety in the world because mm-hmm. there's so much uncertainty. Right. So I think yeah. Yeah. in our lives that we can have some control or some like routine, I think that's really positive. So I did, I did the whole, like, I'm going to, I'm going to get so buff during quarantine. Like I'm going to, I'm going to work out every day. I'm going to do a YouTube workout video. And I did it maybe for like a week and a half. And then by the end, I was like, I have no results. This is Sam. And then I'm back to my normal, like going on a jog, like not doing weights or anything. I know. So that's a fun fact. You paint in real life, just like Julie I Thatcher. Do. I <laughs> that's do. awesome. Yeah. 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 That's so I don't paint as well as Julie. Those, those, all of the art you see on the show is done by set design. Uh, okay. I pull my hand in in the last minute and I do like the last stroke. <laughs> it's like, Look at my beautiful work. <laughs> I've been sitting here for hours drawing. No. <laughs> so fancy, you know. <laughs> So let's get to know you a little bit better. Um, how did you get your start in acting? Oh, um, well, I went to, after high school, I, in, in high school, I did a lot of plays and community theater. Uh, I did everything from musicals to Shakespeare. Um, and then in college, I decided to go to an acting program uh, in Toronto Canada, where I'm from. Um, And uh, it was two years. So I actually graduated college with a certificate uh, when I was 19. And I think this is an important fact because a lot of my peers went to to a four-year program. Uh They they started two years after me. And as much as I don't want to admit it, like I I hate saying this out loud, like acting 
the younger you can get into it mm-hmm. that sometimes like because they really love like with teen shows they really love working with young people or people who yeah young. oh yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah so I thought that was a huge um uh like step up for me so I also got two years of uh of uh, in, like actual uh, onset experience and I was so lucky after school I signed with a fabulous agent who I'm still with after 10 years oh wow and apparently this is really unheard of apparently lots of actors switch agents yeah. but I've just lucked out Alicia is like she's the best agent oh so, wow that's awesome that is yeah. amazing yeah and it was just good timing too because she was looking for to sign she only signs clients every two years like two clients every two years oh wow and my <laughs> resume was on the top and she brought me in and interviewed other girls but we just decided we clicked really well and then a year later I got bomb girls which right. ended up kind of solidifying for me that I can do this. Yeah. I'm not half bad. <laughs> and then um, from there, it's just, it's just been a, you know, a roller coaster of uh, of a career because, you know, in film and film TV, you kind of go from, even if you're the lead of something, as soon as that project's over, it's almost like you go back to square one a little bit because you yep. have to audition again and you have to yep. look for your next job. So you always have to have that drive and passion consistently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Okay, I have to I have to ask, this isn't on the list, but favorite musical and favorite Shakespeare play because that's exactly what I did in high school. Oh, really? Yes. Nice. <laughs> so- <laughs> okay, then I want to hear your answers. We'll have to compare. Well, okay, well, you first. <laughs> oh, okay, I love uh, Chicago. Back oh. in high school, I did like um, Coffee House and like yeah. I did... Uh, I did When You're Good to Mama, the Queen Latifah song. <laughs> and it was hilarious. Like, I don't know why I chose that song, but I was like, it's a sassy song. And I'm, you know, and then, yeah. And it was hilarious. Everyone liked it. Uh-huh. Um, and for Shakespeare, I'm going to say Twelfth Night. Um, oh, I that's played, one of the characters I played was uh, Olivia. In yeah. Film. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for asking. It's a great question. What? How about you? What are your favorite musicals? Oh, gosh, uh, of the ones I've been in, because um, Wicked is probably my favorite musical. I love Wicked, mm-hmm. but I was never in it. Gosh darn it! <laughs> <laughs> um, it wasn't around until I was in college, and then you know it was brand new. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, of the musicals I was in, I would probably have to say Hello, Dolly. I loved oh, Hello, Dolly, and I was actually Dolly, so that was really fun. Oh, my <laughs> so, goodness. Yeah. Amazing. And then, yeah, it was it was amazing. And then Shakespeare, probably Comedy of Errors, the, oh, uh, yeah. because nice. my, yeah. my director, he did such a fabulous job with it and guiding all of us, and he made the he made the role of the duke into a duchess and then i was the duchess and so there was a lot of behind the scenes stuff and context in our characters and it was it was some of the deepest that i went into a character wow. and she was she was only in two scenes but i just i loved it and watching the guys switch places on on the stage was just funny that's amazing yeah it was pretty cool I've only I've I've read it I read it ages ago and then I saw it at Stratford oh in Canada we have Stratford Ontario which is similar to Stratford 
England. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they put on they put on Shakespeare plays and right. I saw it when I was 16. It was it was really good. So that's amazing. Yeah. That's I, I remember I the you first time. Oh, yeah. I didn't have red hair then though. So, <laughs> sadly. No, I remember well, you'll the just first have to time. reprise it. You'll have to just come back. <laughs> You should do an episode where uh, where you just have, wouldn't it be fun? Like, cause actors are so multi-talented. I feel like it would be fun like to, to do some, something like this, but to have like the different actors from a show bring in their special talents, like a variety oh, show. Man. That would be fun. I mean, you I don't get, act. I would, I would enjoy it as a viewer. I mean, <laughs> we'll get, we'll get Andrew Walker to come in as a juggler. <laughs> I, I like the sounds of that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness that would oh that would be hysterical and then we'll get chad willett to play the guitar because i know he plays the guitar so there you go <laughs> There, done settled all right <laughs> all right well speaking of period pieces you've done quite a few in your career bomb girls murdoch mysteries rain when calls the heart obviously mm-hmm. do you find that you prefer period over modern or do you uh or do you like modern better you know it's hard to say um modern more modern pieces i find uh, i don't know it just it, it modern pieces kind of change the plot there's something about period pieces that are so um, cause you do research every time I do a different project, I research right. the time period. Mm-hmm. I, I try to understand, but even bef- when I'm doing like an audition, I'm like, well, what would my hair look like? Mm-hmm. Where would I be? Like, how would I be sitting? You know, like, mm-hmm. because if a corset, like I wouldn't be doing this, I'd be doing something like this. Mm-hmm. So right. you know, figuring like figuring those things out that add to your performance, mm-hmm. um, which is with, with, you know, modern day stuff, the, craziest thing they'll put you in is Spanx you know, like, you know <laughs> it's not usually that uh, that that much research yeah I find that with period pieces beyond it being just so romantic right like yes. getting, getting to go in and getting your hair done and putting your lipstick on and then suddenly feeling like with bomb girls I looked like my grandma oh no way that's awesome that's it's just so poetic you're just like oh my gosh this is so beautiful and now I get to act and um with uh with more modern day stuff it just changes the I think I find it too it changes the story because in modern day uh pieces you have cell phones right right which 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 really like there's certain technology things that that just change how a story flows whereas if it's period things can be more tense I guess yes. there's, there's more there's more dramatic buildup sometimes mm-hmm. because yeah. of the lack of technology involved absolutely yeah yeah so yeah. I find that the that the story shifts and mm-hmm. um yeah yeah there's I, there are more hijinks you can have in period <laughs> pieces because now it's like we're having an argument let me just text oh that's over you know <laughs> there's no misunderstanding because we have everything at our fingertips yeah. whereas back then you know you can have all the hijinks like in when calls the heart when you run off with tom like <laughs> we can't just use live 360 on julie <laughs> you can't just find uh, find my cell phone julie right. yeah. <laughs> yeah um but Good no point. it's so true and like with bomb girls there's a scene with the, with the like thinking of cell phones where she's at a rooming house 
And there's one phone for every girl in the house. Mm. And uh-huh. we're just like, we use the phone. And that's like kind of an ongoing joke in the background of shots. Right. There's always a lineup for the phone. And <laughs> it's just, you know, it's just so different. Um, but that's also really endearing. Mm-hmm. I think those, those differences are quite endearing. And it makes you honestly like putting on the, like uh, that being said, obviously when you go on and shoot something, you're in front of a camera. So it's not like you're completely transported back in time. Right. <laughs> The but we are the lo- you are oh yeah <laughs> viewers are true. very true um but you do feel like once you get the whole costume on and you're on the set that's period you do you you get like a tingly feeling mm-hmm. at least I do like a butterfly is where you just feel yeah it's just very romantic oh yeah yeah <laughs> so I enjoy that feeling so I do enjoy doing period pieces and I'm very lucky that I get to do so many I've been told it's because I have a face that looks like I could have been old, like I could have time traveled to mm-hmm. this time. So I think we agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Thank you. So what would you say? Obviously the answer would be when calls the heart, but putting when calls the heart aside, what would you say would be your favorite project that you've ever worked on? And I can't say when calls the heart. You can't say when calls the heart. Mm. <laughs> Cause that's the obvious answer, oh, you know? Yes. <laughs> uh, Oh, I think Bomb Girls. Uh-huh. I've been revisiting Bomb Girls recently, and I, I don't usually watch myself on camera after mm-hmm. the fact. Like I'll watch it with my mom if she, if she's like, "Please watch it with me." It's like, how can I say no? I'll watch it. <laughs> no, can't. But I'm like, I'm like hiding behind a pillow, like peeking over, oh. being like, ah, like I just get so embarrassed. I'm like, I don't want to watch myself. Um, but with Bomb Girls, because it was so long ago for me, I feel like it was like, I feel, look at me, like little me. And I'm like, oh, I was a baby. Oh, <laughs> like I watch myself now with more, um, like I feel uh, like nostalgic, but also mm-hmm. very like, it's also, you know, sweet. Yes. Right. Yeah. And I don't see it as me. I see it as a young me. So mm-hmm. Bomb Girls, uh, I've been rewatching recently and it's a really fun show. Like it just to, just as an audience member, I would, if, if you hardies are looking for some, some new drama in your life, I would recommend <laughs> checking out Bomb Girls. I know it's on Amazon prime. Ooh. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. yay. I was about yeah. to say, I don't think we have it here in the States, but I'm going think, to go and look for that. I now. think you do. I hopefully, <laughs> yeah. I mean, knock on, knock on wood. I'm pretty sure you have it on yeah. in the States. Oh, um, yay. So it's just, uh, it was just, uh, it, because you also have the memories of shooting mm-hmm. But, yeah. um, but watching it back as like a viewer, uh, it's been great. I've been really enjoying it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and then you also look like your grandmother, which per- puts in another personal tie. Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, it was man. really special. It was a great show to be on. Mm-hmm. I yeah. bet. How many seasons was that? It was two seasons. Oh, two seasons. And then okay. we did a movie. Oh, okay. So the movie's like a little bonus. Like it's right. like two hours at the end that sort of sort of ties stuff up okay. no spoilers no spoilers won't yes. spoil no it. spoilers yes because we're gonna go back and we're gonna find this and watch we it. are going to watch it <laughs> <laughs> would you consider it a family-friendly show um yeah I mean it was it was on it was on like at seven o'clock or eight o'clock I mean like it's on right now in Canada I think it's airing on yes channel which is our Christian channel oh okay Canada so Mm -hmm. but I wouldn't say it's not like I wouldn't necessarily say some of the plot like plots wouldn't be appropriate for young children Mm -hmm. because it's also about the war right the people are kind of spoilers 
people died in the war. <laughs> and, and you have to deal with that. So there's yeah. like a reality there that may not be appropriate for young kids. And then there's sure. also, you know, again, like uh, the worst, I think the worst thing beyond kissing, there's sex, sexually transmitted disease. Oh. So that's like, that's like a plot point. Someone gets something. And it's oh. like my favorite line of the series, if I may say it. Like, it's not my character, but I love it. When she <laughs> looks over, she goes, Hazel McDougal gave you the clap? <laughs> and it's, like, the best line, because it's, like, who would say that in modern day? Like, oh, only Nobody. in the 40s. Yeah. <laughs> so that's probably the worst thing that happens on the, on the show. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. All right. So we are going to segue into our favorite character here julie <laughs> thatcher of course <laughs> the one we love to get ticked off at yeah <laughs> i know you and you yeah. and me both <laughs> like i need to but that's the thing when you're acting you don't want to judge your characters right? Uh -huh. right for me personally i always try to somehow justify it yeah. Like even though, even if you read it, you go, oh my gosh, Julie. You just have to go, no, 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 no. She's like to make to bring this to make it real, you have to figure you out. You have a way. to be her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You so. have to figure out a way to make it to make it not so because she's not judging unless she's judging herself in a scene. Right. Judge her. Yeah. You know? So it's it's kind of bringing sometimes it's just bringing this like, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Na na naivete. Is that the word? Yeah, naivete. Okay. Mm -hmm. where where you're just like well she's just she's just young she's just in love <laughs> or go to the train station He's with a boy <laughs> with no <laughs> gps <laughs> and hopefully no one finds her and then of right. course yeah and she can just and of course and of course they can live off the trust fund even if she gets cut off how old is she supposed to be that's, yeah, that's a, a good, good question. question. I think she's still in her 20s. Because okay. she was, she's always, she's the youngest sister of the mm -hmm. three. Right, yeah. So Elizabeth is the middle. Mm -hmm. And I always assumed she was close to my age. So I think at the beginning of the series, she was in her early 20s. Mm -hmm. Or maybe, maybe like oh. even 20. Okay. That's, we yeah. we guessed that 18, 19, so. Oh, okay. Because yeah. it would just, it would be dependent, I think, on how, how, what the age of Elizabeth would be. Right, exactly. I only saw her maybe like three years younger than Elizabeth. Okay, okay. Maybe. Yeah, that would make they're, sense. They're, but they're still close enough that when they were growing up, it wasn't mm -hmm. like there was a big gap between right. the two of them. They were right. more peers, or she was still the older sister, but they right. were more peers than like a, a much, you know, a much older. They were right. closer than Viola. Viola. <laughs> so, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. definitely. Well, what was the audition process like for Julie Thatcher? Oh, this is a good question. Um, <laughs> this was, okay, so I was shooting Bomb Girls when I got this audition. Oh. And uh, it was due the next day. Oh, my word. <laughs> that night, I actually got invited and I never usually get, I never usually go to industry things, like industry <laughs> events, because I get a little, um, I don't know, I get a little shy. Mm -hmm. And also I'm very, I was very busy at the time, but I got invited to go see the Dallas Buyers Club um, and a bunch of Canadian like filmmakers were going to be there. And I was like, I really want to oh. go. But then I get this amazing audition that I have to shoot tomorrow morning. Um, oh, and then I had to be on set right after. So I was like, 
I'm like, I can do it all. Like I had this like really, like I had this insane amount of like, you can do it. And so like, I remember sitting in a coffee shop across the street from the, where the, where the, where the screening was going to be, where the mm-hmm. Canadian premiere of Dallas Buyers Club was going to be. And I was on the phone with my dad, God bless him, <laughs> running lines with him, like over and over and over for Julie. And then um, I went to the screening. I went home, got a good night's sleep, woke up very early and then went and shot the, the audition with a, like in, in a studio. Mm-hmm. Right. So now because of COVID, I shoot a lot of my auditions sort of like this. Like yeah. Right. Yeah. For, you know, for safety, but back, you know, years ago, pre-COVID, <laughs> yeah, pre-COVID. I would go, I would go to a studio mm-hmm, sure. and um, we sent it. And I, I honestly think it was like, we sent it on a Thursday and I flew and I got the part the next day just from that one audition. And <laughs> I flew to Vancouver that weekend and I was on set on a horse. Cause I had also said, don't tell them this. I said, I could ride horses. <laughs> you pulled a Kevin McGarry. Everyone does it. So, in my defense, I did. I did. I have ridden horses, but it's not like I've grown up on a ranch and I've right. always ridden a horse, which I think they thought I did. So, when I got on set, they were like, "Can you ride side saddle in a corset?" And I was like, "Well, let's see. Like, give me a horse." <laughs> okay like sure and so on the first day I think I'm pretty sure that was one of our first scenes was me on a horse so you coming around the bend yeah (laughs) yep in Julie's fashion just a little dramatic (laughs) a little but anyway so yeah and I can't believe like so it was literally it was less than a week it was maybe five days between getting the audition and then being in Vancouver wow so that was really it was really great yeah. 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 And then being on a horse. And being on a horse. <laughs> and being and like, I, I, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> like, my horse's name was Jerry. And I think he said it was like after Jerry Seinfeld. And I was like, oh, okay. And Jerry and I had like good days and bad days. There were days when Jerry was like on it. And there were other days when I think he wanted a more experienced writer. God oh bless gosh. him. Like he was just, there was one moment when like I, I was supposed to come down a trail. This mm-hmm. is I think in the episode 10 in the first season yeah. coming down a trail and they had the light, the light was shining through the trees in this very like, you know, gorgeous way. And they were like, right. okay, okay, Charlotte, go ahead. And I was like, and I had my little leg, like I can't show you cause I'm sitting down with my legs. Imagine mm-hmm. my arms and my legs. And I'm like, like, like whatever you say to a horse, like go, yeah, and he's like looking back at me and then he like looks around and he literally turned around from his mark and walked back to the barn (laughs) and went back into his little bed area and I'm like no 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 this way and everyone's like it's the wrong way Charlotte (laughs) go another way and I was like I don't know what to do I'm I'm just and then I'm like oh no everyone knows now I lied and I don't know how to ride a horse (laughs) oh my goodness I was just like I'm like what am I doing wrong and they were like you just need to be a bit more authoritative assertive (laughs) you need to just have be a bit more confident Uh uh-huh yeah who knew but anyway so Oh, that is funny. I know awesome. everyone was just like, Charlotte, you're going the wrong way. And I was like, I know, I know. You're not what stopping. Do. There are no breaks. Uh, there are no breaks. <laughs> so, in, in, in his defense, it was like a four, four, five, like six in the morning. And I, I too oh. wanted to go back to bed. Oh, uh, well, yeah. to yeah. be fair. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. That's totally yeah. fair. <laughs> Other so, than that, Jerry was a professional. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yes. Yeah. Besides being young and naive, was there any 
particular thing that you gave Julie when you were crafting the character? Were you inspired by somebody? Did you pattern her after somebody or was it just out of your own genius? God bless you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, I honestly, um, sometimes when you get a part, it just resonates a certain way. And I will say this for When Calls the Heart, it's a very well-written show. Mm-hmm. You don't often get scripts like that. And, and then in the audition, you have a fully formed character. Yeah. Over, literally overnight. Yeah. But I, I think it was just because the, the script was so clear on mm-hmm. to me when I read her, how mm-hmm. she was going to be. And um, I didn't have time to watch the the movie because I know before, oh, we, before the season was shot they did they they had but I didn't I didn't even know there was a movie I, I knew there was yeah. a book series so I had yeah. done research over the book series or the book yeah. series before filming to get a sense of her uh-huh. really it wasn't like I had based her on the previous actress's work mm-hmm. from the tv movie it was just mm-hmm. very much from my own imagination and also trying to in those moments where you're like Julie why like I was always trying to be like well this is how I would justify it mm-hmm. you know like I'd always have that like this is why Julie does what she does right and right. That, that that sort of thought process made it really easy to then find her mannerisms to find her sweet like just you know because I think ultimately Julie just really like you know what's a bigger motivation than wanting to fall in love right (laughs) so biggest motivation there is (laughs) for most of us anyway yeah love and money (laughs) yeah Julie was probably just reading too much Pride and Prejudice and really liked the character of Lydia you know (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) yeah I think so she was just she but then that's the other thing as much as people want to think that she's um not smart. Not that anyone's ever said that, but I think mm-hmm. that there was like this assumption. But she's re- like she's a really big reader. Yeah, yeah. You know, she's a smart person. She's just um, willing to put all of it. She aside. doesn't have the street smarts. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, she's got that makes her sense. smarts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that you know it's really lovely. Oh, I mean, I we'll get in the, into this, I'm sure, in other questions. <laughs> but her evolution, because I've never had a character mm-hmm. evolve on screen over uh-huh. seasons. She was in the sixth yeah. season. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's been a really fun process. Oh my goodness, I can yes. only imagine. Well, the movie version of Julie is far more conniving. Oh, so. quite different. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, she was downright mean. So, <laughs> <laughs> so at yeah. least... Julie had that going for her in the series. Yeah. She wasn't downright mean. Mm-hmm. So. Did you end up watching the movies after? I did. I oh, did. You did. Years oh, ago. you did. Okay. Years yeah. ago. Yeah. And then I realized, and so then, yeah. And then, but I'm kind of happy I didn't see it. Yeah. I, I may not have gotten the part if I was mm-hmm. influenced by, by that, by those choices, but eh, who knows, you know, you got to build your own yeah. character. Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah, and, I mean, Erin Krinko got to build her own character for Elizabeth too. So, because she's not exactly like the mm-hmm. original movie version, they're very mm-hmm. similar. But um, the movie Elizabeth's way more naive, I think, and then Julie in that version is definitely way more conniving. <laughs> um, whereas you know, series Julie is fun and playful and just like 
Life just needs some help. <laughs> just needs a little help. Yes, at least in season one and two. Yeah. I think, I think she was a nice foil in moments for Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. And you could also then see what Elizabeth could have been. Yes. You know? Very true. Very like, true. I think I think all I think both sisters were, were versions of of what Elizabeth how Elizabeth could have turned out if she had absolutely had oh. certain core mm-hmm. core characteristics that then led her to Hope Valley. Right. Yeah. yeah. So how alike or how different are you from Julie? We know you paint. I mean, yes, <laughs> true. Paint. True. I have. Uh, I. I do paint. Um, I'm. You know, I wouldn't say I'm necessarily. I do like to read, but I wouldn't necessarily pick romance novels as my go-to genre. <laughs> um, I find. Yeah, actually, this was one of the hardest because I, I had skimmed through the questions earlier today mm-hmm. to like have a like to know because I felt I want to say I felt like I was preparing for a test. <laughs> oh, no, I need to know what I have to say. But and most of the questions you've come up with are great. And I didn't have to like overthink it. But oh, this one I was challenged because I feel like in like because, again, season one, Julie, mm-hmm. is so different than season five, Julie. Very. Yes. And I find that. In season one, I wouldn't necessarily say I, I was quite as a boy focused. Mm-hmm. Like I've never been that focused on, on finding that focus. She is focused. <laughs> yeah. To the point where she gets kidnapped. And oh my goodness. That's, that's blinders, you know? Um, yeah. But she she's a bit more and you know the I think one of the okay, I did come up with an answer actually. Um She's a, she makes choices that are a bit self-serving in a way that's not always like it's, it, it, it puts other people in stressful situations, which I I try not to do. (laughs) I'm a little bit more conscientious and Uh empathetic and compassionate. I still Uh think Julie has compassion, but she just does things in a way, again, like it's not, you could say it's selfish, mm-hmm. maybe, but I think for me to justify it, she just has blinders. Mm-hmm. She just sees what she sees. She has tunnel vision. And um, and it's not until after someone says, these are the consequences of your actions. This is how I felt that she goes, oh, <laughs> okay. I didn't see that. But like for me as a person, I try to factor that in mm-hmm. Yeah, when I make big choices. The conscientiousness was an after effect of with Julie. Yes. yes, I think she grows into her. I think so a little bit. Uh-huh. I think she I think does. Working with the kids in in season five. Yeah, um, yeah. And oddly enough, because I was so like, actually, there were scenes where I, I was just teaching in front of the students, right? Yeah. And there were moments when I actually got a little nervous that Julie, like Julie, would be getting a little nervous because oh, I, I, okay, was, yeah. I was actually in front of all these kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're all just kind of staring at you, like. <laughs> and then there was one point when I, I had a little monologue and I memorized it and they do this sometimes, not always, but they, sometimes they do in film where they rewrite it mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. literally hand it to you and they're like, okay, action. And like, <laughs> I, had, I, had, I had like 30, like I felt like I had 30 seconds to somehow make these big oh, changes. Man. And, and I kept stumbling over certain lines in one of the girls. I don't remember which one. She's so sweet though. She was like, and like, you could tell I was getting a little stressed because uh-huh. like I was, I don't, and I was just like, I'm the showrunner, um, was on set that day and I hadn't met him oh, yet. And I just oh. didn't want to look like an, like unprofessional. That, that, sure. like, that's my biggest fear in life is like not coming, like not seeming professional. Mm-hmm. So I'm off to the side, like kind of looking at it again, going like this. And this little girl was just like, 
excuse me. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, is this your first acting job? And I was like, no, but it seems like it, doesn't it? And she was just like, you're doing a good job. And I was like, oh, God bless you. <laughs> like she could tell that I was like nervous and off to the side. And it was just something working with the kids that even made me, cause I'm always great with like, not to feel like I'm great with kids, but I've always been, I've always had a good rapport with kids, but I've never yeah. done a class. Like I've never done like a full, but that was a fun learning experience. Yeah. And for, me and for Julie. Aww. I learned something. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's just precious. <laughs> I wonder if it was Ava. Yeah. Ava Grace. No, it wasn't Ava. No, no. It wasn't um, Ava. I think I try to remember because I remembered all their names, but it wasn't one of the main, like one of the main uh, actors. Okay, oh. so I think she was it background or okay. Then we wouldn't know her name. She has a bigger part. I'm not sure. I haven't seen the most mm. recent. Like I haven't seen all of season seven. So, but yeah, well, they cast some great kids in Hope Valley. They, so yeah. they all <laughs> seem so sweet. precious. Very sweet kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well-behaved children. Like I would be. I don't know. I'd get all, like, I've worked with kids in other projects, and mm-hmm. all the kids on those scenes were, were pros. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. It, it, it comes off on screen, too. I mean, mm-hmm, that's yeah. the one thing I always say. I'm like, the kids, they're just so cute, and they're perfect. <laughs> she does, believe me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just show the kids all the time. <laughs> so, speaking of season one, Cammie has a fun question, because... <laughs> this certain person you run into years later outside of when calls the heart so <laughs> so you had a lot of scenes with john reardon who played nate tolliver and mm. oh mm. I'm, I'm sorry nathaniel, nathaniel. Yeah. <laughs> so do you have any favorite scenes that you filmed with john Oh my goodness. I think uh, not to be like, every scene was amazing, but every yeah. scene was great. He's such a pro mm-hmm. and yeah. he's the sweetest guy. That's so, so nice to I hear. Would, I would say I really liked, um, I think there were scenes when I first opened the cabin door. I remember uh-huh. this day very specifically because it was a longer day and we had shot and we had scenes where it's just the two of us. Mm-hmm. Right. And we kind of, we got to, cause something you don't necessarily see, um, uh, or know know about with film, it takes a very long time to shoot a short scene, yeah. and there's a lot of downtime in between shots. So we yep. end up talking to you know every like the crew and the rest of the cast, and just because it was the two of us, we really got to bond. Yeah, so I felt like that helped our chemistry then. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Later, because then the next day we had to do the kissing scenes. Right. <laughs> kind of need to form some kind of bond if you're going to do yeah, that. Some chemistry. Yeah. Well, sometimes you don't. Honestly, there have been times when you just literally show up on set and you have to, the first kiss is, is the- Three, you know, two, one, go. Exactly. <laughs> oh, and, uh, and so that was nice. And he was just so lovely. And the other scene I loved doing with him was the slap scene. Cause I've never slapped a person before with <laughs> that on my resume. Yeah. And I felt really badly because the first time I slapped him. So I, so we, we, had, we, again, it wasn't like, it wasn't like, I wasn't going to rehearse slapping him, but the director was like, I really want you to slap him. Uh-huh. And John was like, I, I can, I can handle it. Like I can take it. I can take it. I've been slow, you know? And so I was like, okay. So then I go up like Julie and then I was slap him and I turn around and I do this little smile and I walk <laughs> away and the director was like, I love it. But like save the smile for when you go back to 
Elizabeth. Oh, have to shoot it again. I was like, I have to slap him twice. I was like, okay. And I got to slap him. I was like, I'm so sorry. He was like, oh no, it's fine. He was like such a gentleman about it. That's so funny. That was fun. It's not me. It's scripted. See, it's right Right. here. Right. Right. It's like, quit messing it up. That was one of Caroline's questions. She's like, I really want to ask about the slap. <laughs> yeah, like, okay. she wanted. It was a real slap. And I really, because like I wanted, you know, I didn't want to hurt him, but right. I also teach him a lesson because he kidnapped me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that wasn't nice. Yeah. Slap. So that was a fun scene. And he was so, he was just so lovely about it. Yeah. And I, now I, now I can say I've slapped someone. I've never, I've never slapped anyone since and before. And. There you go. Life experience. Well, the trophy yeah. goes to John Reardon, the first, <laughs> the first person to be slapped by Char- Charlotte Hegley. And the only. First and the only. only. <laughs> so then you got to you got to reunite with John during Hudson and Rex. That it must is. have been so fun. That it was lovely. He um yeah, is still the the same lovely individual. And I'm really proud of him because that's like a, you know, to be the, the, the he carries the, well, so does, of course, the dog, mm-hmm. um, Rex. <laughs> they both carry the show, but um, he, you know, to be the 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 lead of a show like that is yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And he does such a good job and they just keep shooting. Like, honestly, I think they're already in season three or something, or mm-hmm. it just, uh, and my character, it was really hard because I love dogs. Like um, they're my favorite, they're my favorite animals. And the premise of the episode is that my character kind of flirts with, with uh, John's character. Uh-huh. And because we also already have that chemistry mm-hmm. that was established yeah. when the heart. So it, it wasn't very hard for us to be like a little flirty. Yeah. And the dog though, wants him to get with the other, like to get with the, with the, get with the female cop. Oh. <laughs> so the dog the whole time is just like, like he's just like he's like doing very good dog acting and the entire time I just want to like pet the dog in between set like because again like it's a lot of downtime I just want to yeah. hold the dog in between shots and the and the trainer was just can. like no 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 because the dog really like if you if you start bonding with the dog now he's going to want to come up to you in the in the shots it's going to be a good idea and to like to not like you so you just uh-huh. have to ignore him and I was like <gasps> This is a nightmare. I have to be on set all day and ignore the lead actor of the show. <laughs> and then, like, finally, at the end, when they finally cut, mm-hmm. um, I got to uh, play with the dog for like 15 minutes. And yeah. John and I wow. took a photo with them. It was so, so sweet. But yeah, like in my mind, I was like, this is going to be the best job ever. And then it's like, you can't pet the dog. And it's like, oh. What? After like 15 hours of not petting a dog. I know. Oh. And having the dog just sit there and judge you, you know? <laughs> I know. It was so funny. And it's the other, I'm going to, uh, I know this is nothing to do with One Calls the Heart. But oh, yeah. Go ahead. Fun tidbit, fun tidbit. I didn't know about dog acting. Um, there are three different dogs for that one dog, like character. Okay. They all have their specialties. So one of the dogs is really like agile. So he does all the jumping over the cop cars mm-hmm. and like uh-huh. fast down the street. The second dog is really good at being aggressive. So uh-huh. he'll, 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 do, he'll do like the, if he has to take a bad guy down, like he'll do the, the work with the stunt guy mm-hmm. and grab his arm and pull him down. And the final dog 
that's the dog I got to work with. He's the star. He does all uh, the <laughs> acting. So he, he, does, he does the tilt of the head and the mm-hmm. like the, <laughs> the close-ups. The close-ups, yeah. 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 So I thought that was hilarious. That's so oh fun. my goodness. <laughs> So young Julie, we've already talked about her free spiritedness and, you know, you, the, the blinders on and her tunnel vision and everything, but what do you think her mindset was for always pursuing quote unquote, the wrong guy? Now, obviously Nate was the, definitely the wrong guy. Definitely the wrong guy. (laughs) Tom, debatable. Again, season one, season or season two, Tom, season six. Six, five, Tom, six, five, Tom. Yeah. And you're like five, much yeah. better. You know? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, that is a good question. Why do any of us end up with the wrong person once in a while? You know, yeah. I think that Julie. I think she's just like a hopeless romantic. I think she just <laughs> thinks that. I think okay. Well, maybe if we really want to dive into the psychology of it, I think that part of her story mm-hmm. and part of her identity is a relationship I think she really because also she's not the like she's the baby of the family mm-hmm. probably used to being taken care of mm-hmm. and spoiled yep. so she's wanting someone in adulthood part of her identity is to continue that narrative where someone will take care of her mm-hmm. someone will love her like unconditionally mm-hmm. and I think sometimes she doesn't necessarily love herself that much mm-hmm. I find when you make choices that are really quite toxic like when you when you step back from it and go well why did you why did you why did you fall in love with a kidnapper like <laughs> that was a bad choice it's just like it's because you are um trying to overcome some sort of personal mm-hmm. personal flaw maybe or personal struggle yeah I think she she just doesn't uh I think that's the great thing with playing Julie for for six seasons mm-hmm. is that she really starts to like I love when she starts to love herself mm-hmm. and I think that if you know if and when Julie comes back to when Call Hope Valley that there will be even more I don't get a say in in the writing but I would <laughs> right. hope that there would be more development for self-love mm-hmm. I think that's where it was aiming with the with the her um following her like an artistic career right mm-hmm. Because yeah. that was her then standing on her own two feet and going, mm-hmm. I can handle this world without a man. Right. Right. Versus yeah. Season one, season two, Julie was mm-hmm. very much, I don't necessarily love myself mm-hmm. that I much. I need a man. I need yes. someone to show me the love that I can't show myself. Yeah. Right. Which is, I think, why she made some questionable choices. But right. we've all been, you know, we've all been young. Oh, yeah. You know, we've all. <laughs> Oh yeah. Questionable choices. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think for Julie too, it was like you said, she, she kind of had, she wanted her feet in both worlds. Right. So she wanted to be the independent one and go out like Elizabeth, but then she also liked the comforts of home. And she also yeah. liked the comforts of being cared for and coddled and the trust fund yeah. and the money and the fancy yeah. clothes and everything. But then there's these guys and they're like on this side of the world so, mm-hmm. I mean, I could totally, I mean, and from when you're young at like 20 years old and you've been sheltered as, a, mm-hmm. you know, when Julie's very sheltered. Very sheltered. Um, it looks adventurous. It lo- yeah, it looks like so <laughs> much fun. Like, hey, that's a you cute know, guy. <laughs> that's a very good point. I think this also, for me, when I was doing the first season, this was sort of Julie's first big adventure. Yeah. That was what yes. I was telling myself too. So uh-huh. this was her, and then she she doesn't know that, 
you shouldn't kiss strange men you find in the woods. Well, she knows, <laughs> but she doesn't really like follow that right. cautious like side of her. So she really just dives into this is like, this is, uh, this is a dream, you know, mm-hmm. this is, you know, and so I, I, yeah, I think I kind of get it. Yeah. I get the historical it, yeah. version of playing a virtual reality yeah. game. You know what it is too? I think because you said when you're young, but I see her because she was so, so sheltered. It's almost as if she was in high school. When I was playing yeah. her, I felt like I was playing someone like six years younger yeah. than who I, who I am. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree yeah. with that. Yeah. 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 So I have a, I have a really quick question about season two that I'm dying to know. Okay. The car. When you when you were driving the car, did you actually get to drive that old antique, or did they pull the rope trick? I, I I'm trying to remember. I think I did drive it, but it wasn't really driving. Like I think uh-huh. I literally pressed it, and it went like two feet, and like we drove <laughs> off. But really, it was just moving forward a little bit. It got out <laughs> like of. I don't frame. think I actually. But I think they had to like then pull it back or someone would come in and then like reverse it. Okay. And then pull it. But I, I don't even know if it was like, it's such an old car. I don't remember if they could easily reverse it. Like uh-huh. I think they might have pulled it back a little bit. Mm-hmm. But also yeah. it was a few years ago and I'm now 30. So I forget things. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I know that for some of the cars um, in the show, they're obviously real. Like you can mm-hmm. obviously drive them. Right. Um, I don't remember though. I'm pretty sure like I didn't, because if I had to actually drive down the street or something, I would have remembered that. But that mm-hmm. scene is sort of, she's learning and it's on like, I would think it was like a dirt. It was kind of, just yeah, the back road. Path, back road. And I honestly feel like, if my memory is correct, I, I maybe pressed the, on the gas and went like a couple feet because they also didn't want to have to reset it yeah. so much like every time because then you have to like pull because all the lighting is set up, yeah. right? So they have to get the car right to the right spot again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So season five, season six, Julie, um, you, ha- you took a hiatus um, for a few years. So what was it like jumping back? And let me, before you answer that, I just have to say, Hardy's all over the world from season three and season four. We missed Julie so much. And I remember for season five, I was like, Elizabeth and Jack are getting married. We need to have Julie back at this wedding. Mm. <laughs> Not that I have any say, but we have to have Julie back. Julie's well, we were all wondering. We were all wondering what happened to her because season just, two had that huge cliffhanger of the right. telephone and then right. Julie ran away. And so what happened to Julie? <laughs> I know. I was like, I I honestly felt so... Because, yeah, it was Julie... Um, you're right. There was the cliffhanger with the phone. Uh-huh. And then in season five, it's explained that I went to a, was it, I went to a friend's or, and then I came back. Was it explained in the show? Cause I, it was I my first question. So. When, when they asked me, when they asked me back, cause I thought I was going to be in season three, to be honest, cause of the uh-huh. way that it ended, I just assumed. Yeah. Um, but then in season five, when they were like, Oh, you're going to come back to Hope Valley for a visit. I was like, can someone explain to me then where Julie went? <laughs> and I think I think what was explained to me, but I, mean, I guess it didn't make it into the to the series, was that she went to a friend's house or something, uh, but then ended up coming back because it's Julie and she isn't quite ready yet to make that character development where she right. where you have to see it on screen. Mm-hmm. So that's what they saved for season five. Right. Okay, yeah. well that makes um, sense. 
Yeah, yeah. So, but that was my because as an actor, you want to have it justified. You want right. to just want to have all the loose ends tied up. And then also with Tom, it kind of <laughs> makes me sad because I wish that it had been like I wish that it had been like some sort of like like I don't know with Tom it was it just seemed like when he came back I was like oh no it it, it didn't feel like I was running into an ex-boyfriend <laughs> it's just like hi and then, and then he was all like hi and I was like okay hi uh, it was uh, it was fun to play um to play with that scene out um you both played the discomfort so well just yes Julie Tom Hello. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then my, yeah, then my question too was like, how much, how much have we kept in contact mm-hmm. since uh-huh. season two? And I guess the answer was little, like it was like maybe letters here and there. And then it's just sort of, it was Fizzle. the old fashioned way of ghosting. Right. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Makes total sense. Um, but I liked how it ended in season five, how we both were kind of at the dance or like at the wedding, mm-hmm. uh, the wedding on the side of the dance floor. Yeah. I thought that was sweet, how we yeah. had that moment. Yeah. So it just sort of leaves it open. Yeah. And that's what I liked about it too. Cause I know that was like, we see and when Tom showed up, I mean, my mind was just like yeah. floating <laughs> here just because we haven't seen your characters in so many years. And then also, um father thatcher is in town too so i was like oh Oh, this is gonna be something (laughs) um but i'm daddy gonna say right (laughs) but i loved i loved the ending for julie and tom i mean because it's open ending ended and we can explore that hopefully in later seasons do you have do you have any thoughts on what happened to julie and tom after the wedding oh well yeah i mean i think they i think I, I honestly, it's hard for me to say because you never want to put out a certain story into mm-hmm. the world and for it not to be the real story they end up writing. Right. But, um, but I, my hope would be that she takes time to love, like that was really the thing is like, she's taking time to love herself. Mm-hmm. Maybe she becomes a career woman and wouldn't it be fantastic if she comes back like maybe maybe an artist maybe a like a respectable artist that mm-hmm. she, that she's maybe gone to Europe or something and taken oh. like, and comes back like very like much better or, mm-hmm. or like has a different style or maybe even I don't know what time period like what what year would it be season eight not that I can say she's coming Nin- back 1917 but wouldn't it be fun if we could look up like how art was changing in that mm-hmm. time and maybe yeah. she comes back and she's got the the progressed progressive art style yeah or something different and she's just really found herself I I think as much cool. as she, it was great as it would be to wrap her up and make her like get her married, like have, have Julie married and mm-hmm. have that storyline. Maybe she finds more happiness in a different route. And I think that would be yeah. more exciting. And then, and then she finds love after she has that journey. But I still think my gut tells me she's still in that journey. Mm. And, that, and that if she does come back to the show, that, that, that journey is seen on camera still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It makes total sense. And also with Tom, Tom also has the same struggles as Julie. Cause I don't like, mm-hmm. I don't think he likes himself either all that much and well, all his struggles too. He likes himself more now. Well, he, no, I mean, of course he likes himself more now, but you, you I love just knowing that both of them grew apart 
mm-hmm. and in different ways, but they still grew. They're still maturing. And, you yeah. know, cause Tom is a tire salesman or whatever. And drives a fancy car. Yeah. And then you didn't have, there wasn't a lot of heat between Julie and Tom, but there was definitely that mm-hmm. spark. Mm-hmm. Tom and Julie, they could just be friends and just have that, just that history and have mm-hmm. that kin- kindred spiritness, I guess, mm-hmm. or they can end up together. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But it's, it's always fun to, you know, speculate. Yeah. Well, they're always going to have the connection now with baby Jack mm-hmm. because I'm always going to be his aunt or Julie's always going to be his aunt and Tom's always going to be his uncle. Right. Yeah. That's so true there too. are other stories have now become officially entwined. Yeah. There's no but take backs. Tom, <laughs> Tom still has to meet baby Jack. So that's true. Yeah. yeah. That's true. <laughs> So in season six, was it already planned that you would uh, visit Hope Valley um, or was that a rewrite? And do you have any fun stories that you can share during your time on set? Yes. Okay. Um, It was a rewrite. Um, That being said, like I was so thrilled to be able to step back. That must have been fun. Anytime you can step back into a character's shoes is such a gift. Yeah. So I, um, I did the the oh my goodness um christening scene yeah yeah and so the I actually the final shot you think I'm holding baby the actor who plays baby or the two actors right Mm -hmm. Right. baby Jack I don't know what what are their names do you remember their names Connor Um, and Lincoln mm -hmm. cutest names I didn't actually (laughs) get to meet them because for for the rewrite they weren't able to they they had conflicting schedules (laughs) and they were too big (laughs) oh yeah exactly that's exactly it so Mm -hmm. I had to actually hold a different baby and then they were able to edit it together right on the day the little baby I was holding was just like she was fine for like the whole wait up until action and then for some reason bursts into tears starts oh to scream I'm just and they're just like just smile and I'm just like this and like it's like wah, wah, and she's like looking around flailing looking for her mom and then like I'm doing everything I can they're like don't look at the baby look at the look at like you know look at Aaron and Aaron's there being don't like you're doing great you're doing great <laughs> and then Aaron's like trying to like do something with the baby to make it stop screaming and I'm just like I'm so happy to be back <laughs> it's just the best experience and then I was like I'm like usually good with kids mm-hmm. but that like and then the mom oh my goodness the, the mom was like I'm so sorry she was so good and you can't help it when you're a baby yeah, sometimes you just get fussy and you don't want to act you don't want to be held by a strange redheaded lady <laughs> with a camera right on you. Right. You just want to go back and hang out with your mom. Yeah. So that was a stress. And we did the whole scene. Like they shot me, I think twice. Mm-hmm. And, and they did the whole, like every line of the scene as if, as if we had really been like, doing the whole thing mm-hmm. um, just to give me like the realistic, like, so they, it's not like they just shot, like just my like lines for that scene. They did mm-hmm. the whole thing for me. Yeah. Which you'd think normally would be great, but when you have a screaming, crying baby, <laughs> you're just like, can we like pick this up so I can give this baby back to its mom? Yeah. <laughs> Her mom? It's like, ooh. Um, but anyway, yeah. it was very cute. It turned out, it turned out, I think, to be kind of nice to have Julie back as the, as the a godmother, mm-hmm. I think. Because, yeah. I mean, as much as Elizabeth and Julie are different, mm-hmm. I think uh, having uh, that family connection, 
I always found that as much as independent as a, watching it, sorry, not as speaking as the character mm-hmm. or the actor of Julie, um, but speaking as a viewer, I always found that Elizabeth um, did find uh, like importance in having her family yeah. uh, around and also like having the correspondence with Julie. There were times too when I would like come back on set and I hadn't seen the earlier episodes in the season. So I would mm-hmm. ask Aaron, has she been writing to Julie? Like, what have, what have they been saying in earlier? <laughs> like, Give me the scoop. And she would like tell me, oh, right. Like I mentioned Julie in this thing, or I mentioned mm-hmm. Julie in this scene and this uh-huh. is what we're talking about. So like, I would know then everything about her life. Mm-hmm. So that would be, yeah, I think there is an, it was a, you know, it was an, it was important also to have her there. Yeah. And I was thrilled to be back. And then all the other scenes that Julie's in, in season six were separate, sort of like, it wasn't like a redo. It was mm-hmm. just the, the air that you were added. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. I so. always wondered, I always wondered what Julie's reaction would be to Jack's death. Cause oh, that was de- of oh. course off scene, off script. Mm-hmm. So um, well, I'll tell you, okay. um, <laughs> lay it on us. <laughs> I, I was like, so sad. I, I think as a viewer, I was devastated. Like it was devastating. I was so mm-hmm. sad. Um, Join and, the club. <laughs> and to, to watch Aaron's performance. Mm-hmm. Oh, so like, you watched I, that. I, I was just like floored. She you got to watch such, the episode then. She, yeah, she was, she did oh, a phenomenal wonderful. job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that was some, like, and it was just so, and it made me cry. Like it, she was just so um, tragic. Yeah. And, um, but then speaking as an actor, you know, I know that that's how, that's what happens sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, people's, absolutely. people's careers and, and their paths change yeah. and, um, and they had to find a, a, realistic enough way like why mm-hmm. why else would jack not be on the show exactly. right yeah. he would have to pass away but then it's just so sad yeah so yeah i think julie was in mourning definitely mm-hmm. for that because yeah. she always was team uh oh, team was jack team oh, yeah. all the way oh, yeah. <laughs> he was shipping that since the moment she laid eyes on the two of them and she's oh, like yeah who's that man <laughs> like what what was the, i can't remember what was the line but like you know uh, the red, the red. I'm more, I'm more interested in your man in red surge, I think is the line. That's it. Red <laughs> surge. That's it. You really are. You okay. Know your stuff, right? On. <laughs> they don't call the me show the once or twice. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her memory is fantastic. My memory is shot. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what was your favorite episode with Julie? Or favorite scene? Oh, oh. Um, I really liked Julie's first moment. I think that's great. That, that like, because you can also tell if a character is going to be like pretty epic and fun Something. to play. If if the first because it's a bit the character introduction, like you have mm-hmm. to show a lot of personality. Like they they choose like you think when you see a series sometimes you think it's just arbitrary how mm-hmm. they set up a character's moment when you were introduced to the, the characters introduced to the audience right but then there's Julie's moment which is like <laughs> very dramatically and she's on the horse and she's on her, like it's a beautiful lavender outfit and the sun is shining you know and it's just that moment for me <laughs> what a fantastic way to introduce this character to the world mm-hmm. I knew oh, yeah a very special part after reading that in the script yeah and um I also really liked working as I said earlier with the kids yeah 
five, I found that very, um, very interesting. Yeah. And because they were all just so professional. Yeah. Not to say that I'm not professional. <laughs> I, I, I was in awe because not only were they just very sweet kids, like they were like young performers, mm-hmm. they, um, they clearly really enjoyed their job. Yeah. You know? And they, um, they were also just so sweet. There were moments like there's a, there was one scene where I had to play a game where I was blindfolded oh, yes, yes, yes. and that was actually like a lot of fun to play. We were actually playing and we had to do it. Like I didn't know how long there because they they had um I think it was Aaron I can't remember the other a- actor but they had t- two people in the foreground and then they had mm-hmm. me playing in the background right they had a whole like for maybe like we, they shot it so many times we were maybe playing for like 45 minutes oh, right? man, you must have been dizzy wow <laughs> I was a little dizzy but they were just so sweet like they were you know and they were like are you like you're good like are you okay like and like oh with the scene is done now you can peek out and they were just like, <laughs> Sweet and like taking care of me. Oh, it was lovely. It was nice to play, and that's yeah. also just the fun. Like, so much fun as an actor when you just get to play. Mm-hmm. Well, and most of those kids weren't around when you came in in season mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so right. it, yeah. it was a brand new experience for them to meet Miss Thatcher's sister. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, makes a lot of sense here. Um, so, Cammy, <laughs> do you have any other questions for Wedding Calls the Harp before we move on to just one quick last segment? No, I, I think I've, uh, I think, I think I have uh, satiated my curiosity. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, really fast, because we have um, our rapid fire question segment. But before that, the next. Um, project that you are in is a very country Christmas homecoming, which is a lot of words. It is <laughs> Say a that three times fast. <laughs> I can't. I've tried. I, that's a lot. Um, was were you filming during COVID? I think that's kind of what we thought, maybe. Oh, or? Yeah. So we were actually. It's very interesting the timing. So COVID was happening when we were shooting, but we wrapped. I think on like. Thursday or Friday and then by Monday all the productions shut down oh my goodness oh, so we wow. were really lucky but I remember because on the last day of set um I was chatting with the other actors and they were all talking about COVID mm-hmm. and being like and kind of like swapping theories and stuff and I think at that point it was still it was really bad but we mm-hmm. had, we were kind of in denial that it was going to affect us personally Mm -hmm. and we had no idea obviously like how to the extent that it would affect everyone's um in like everyone's lives but also everyone's industries right now I do like the biggest changes for me is that I do I've I don't feel comfortable going into in-person auditions Mm -hmm. so um but if you do you have to wear a mask up until Mm -hmm. the very point when they say action and then you take your mask off and then do your acting and Mm -hmm. then put it back on and leave and um, and so for me, I've been trying to stay as safe as possible mm-hmm. and, and stay at home and do auditions like this, like right. over Zoom or, or shoot it myself and then send it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's really, it's definitely changed a lot for film and TV. And mm-hmm. I know too, that now you have to get tested. I think like everyone in your crew, in the crew and the cast have to be tested before mm-hmm. you can start shooting. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's just a, and you have to get tested while you're shooting mm-hmm. to like, make sure that everyone's still safe. And yeah. 
So people are definitely, you know, it's people are definitely taking uh, every precaution they can um, with it. But I I haven't actually been on a set myself while Mm -hmm. uh, while uh, COVID's been happening. Um, Oh, wow. But yeah. Yeah, I know um, When Calls the Heart, a season eight just wrapped yeah. and they had no, they, I mean, well, Paul Green said he tested like a million times, I think. <laughs> um, I think it was like 80 something times or. Oh my wow. word, I didn't hear that. Yeah, wow. it was, it was a lot because I think they filmed for almost 90 days. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, if you're doing it every day. You have to be yeah, careful. You have yeah, to be really to be careful. Safe sorry, right? for sure. Um, but they had no COVID tests or no, positives. So uh, yeah, that's, that's a what no. Brian Burt said. So great. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. So our last segment, Rosemary's rapid fire questions. And we came up with that <laughs> because <laughs> Rosemary has the newspaper and they have the gossip column. But this is a nice. gossip because it's about you. <laughs> And Rosemary talks a mile a minute. So. I was yes. going to say, yeah, she also asked, I feel like, rapid fire questions. Yes, she's yeah. just like, okay, so first question is, favorite set or location from When Calls the Heart? I love the church because it was my favorite to shoot into. It was just so, there were times um, right before like the crew came on mm-hmm. where you would just sit there by yourself and the light would come in the windows and they've oh, got the, they've got oh. it set up for this, for the classroom. I just felt very at peace there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And oh with the God. lake outside the window. Oh my goodness. It's, <laughs> it's so romantic. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Oh my word. Outside of your own character, what character would you most want to play? Um, okay. I would want to play, uh, I, I really liked, uh, and, uh, Faith. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Um, I like a good career woman mm-hmm. or I would play a, a female Mountie because why Ooh. not? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be the hero. I want to yeah. ride. A, I want to ride a horse again, obviously. <laughs> and it went so well the first time. And um, I would, uh, I would want to be, I would want to save the day sometimes. That would be fun. Yeah. I can look good in red. Of course. Oh, yeah. absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just thought of this. Julie would be really good friends with Fiona. The telephone operator. Julie would oh. be good friends with Fiona. Yeah. yeah. Fiona's really savvy. She's a career yeah. woman and she shows her ankles, which, you know. Oh boy. <laughs> dear. Cover the eyes. At least according to Florence and Molly. <laughs> I think you're right. I think Julie would start showing her ankles. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> what modern convenience would you take back to 1910? Oh, this was a good question. Um, I was thinking uh, like my laptop, but because I'd want to watch movies. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. yeah like I yeah. think, because I think we take for for granted how how awesome it is. Because like this is such a big for me. Mm-hmm. Film and TV is such a big part of my life. Oh yes, but I don't absolutely. think I could easily never see a Pixar movie again. Right. Like, I, I want to cry again with, you know, the characters of Up or right. <laughs> Wally. <Yeah. laughs> Wally. I haven't thought about that movie in forever. Mm. Would you rather eat at the saloon or Abigail's Cafe? Okay. So Julie would eat at the saloon 100% because I think those are where all the hunks are hanging out. Yes. But I... <laughs> would hang out at Abigail's cafe. Cause that's more my speed. Oh. I'd like to have uh, like a nice uh, tea 
in the, mm-hmm. in the lace. It was just, and I got to shoot in there too. So yeah, yeah it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel yeah, like I could enough. do, I feel like I could do some good sketching. Mm-hmm. Some good oh. art sitting there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Would you, who would you rather work for? If there's four you can choose from. Okay. Um, and you can, you can answer this as you, Charlotte, or as Julie, or both, you know, whatever okay. you want. Um, so Gowan and the Petroleum Company, Lee and his lumber mill, Lucas in the saloon, Yost in the mercantile, or Fiona and the telephone. <gasps> I didn't know there was a fifth option. Maybe Neither did I. Just threw that I out think there I was like, you know what? Yeah, right. <laughs> I was originally going to say the mercantile just because I think Julie would love to get the latest shopping. <laughs> she'd be interested in like organizing everything and yeah. yeah. But I, you know, I think, I think, uh, I think, uh, uh, the phone. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that would be more, in- would be more exciting. Yeah. yeah. Especially for Julie. Oh yeah. yeah just really get all this. Like, yeah. She'd just be like, Oh no, no, no. I'm, I'm hanging up. I'm, okay. And then just like listening. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, no, no. I'm hanging up now. I swear. Okay. okay <laughs> bye. Just be like, yeah. Snoopy. Yes, and then she'd run over to Elizabeth and be like, listen to what I just heard. Huh? <laughs> You're never going to believe what Molly is making for dinner. <laughs> I love it. All right, burning question time. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Is Julie team Nathan or team Lucas? This is the hardest question of I the know. whole interview. That's why you left it to the end. <laughs> That's why. Exactly. And then is Charlotte team Nathan or team Lucas? Ooh, I think um, Julie is probably team both. And I know that's like such a, that's such a bad answer, but because they're both cuties. Yeah. You know? And I think, I think Julie would just want uh, Elizabeth to be happy. Mm-hmm. I think that's the main, so whoever, and I could, they kind of go back and forth, right? Mm-hmm. Like in the, yeah. in the story to, to who, well, obviously who's going to make her happiest. Like right. whoever, whoever makes her happiest is who Julie would be uh, standing behind. But yeah. it's just, so yeah. I think she'd, she'd be supportive of Elizabeth. I feel like young Julie season one season two Julie Lucas. would be like whichever yes Lucas yeah, yeah. whichever one you don't pick <laughs> okay right that fair point fair point there, there was there was some talk about what if Julie got together with Lucas and yes. then can get together with Nathan yep. so. yes I'd tidy that that triangle up really quick oh, yes <laughs> <laughs> I don't know as a, as me speaking I I don't know who I am I I plead the fifth I'm still jury's still out <laughs> I still have to keep I still have to see how this is uh yeah gonna pan out fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> team Elizabeth team, team Elizabeth. Elizabeth always team Elizabeth for sure <laughs> now and, and now team baby Jack there you go that's that's a huge team yeah mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yes well, Charlotte, thank you so much for taking the time out to talk to us all about Julie and taking that walk down memory lane, because I know it's been a while since season one, crazy eight seasons now. Um, and we certainly hope that we see you back in Hope Valley in future seasons. I mean, we will we will take 
it to Twitter, <laughs> start a hashtag campaign. <laughs> bring Julie back to Hope Valley. Aww, bring Julie back. I love bring that. Julie back. Yeah, bring Julie back. <laughs> bring Julie back. I'll retweet it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that would be a little yeah, like, okay, Charlotte, obviously. All right. Yeah. But it's like, no, I'll do it. I have no shame. No. Oh, yeah. Um, but that's pretty, that's like it's it means so much. And that's the thing mm. with Hardy's. Like I I just am so lucky to be on a show with such like a passionate and and loving mm-hmm. uh fans. And it's yeah. not even just a fan group, it's a community now, right? Oh yeah. So it really is. It's amazing, it's phenomenal. And so it's I'm exploded still... over the years too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so I feel many. Blessed. And it's so interesting because it's like quite a range of uh, of viewers, mm-hmm. like of, of the viewership. It's it's yes. like I get I get um, young women who are in college mm-hmm. stop me, and then I also get like older older uh, couples be like, I know you, like aren't you on something I've been watching, and then I list it all off, and they're like, it's when calls the heart, that's who it, that's what it is, and you're like, oh okay. <laughs> So, my yeah. kids my kids yeah. are fans so. and, then, and then it's it's a great family like because it's one of those shows too that I don't feel uh odd, like recommend I can say anyone can watch it yeah you know it's it's a show that anyone can watch and you don't have to be worried mm-hmm. if, it's right, if it's not appropriate right yeah. yeah and it's got great themes so that's good yes that's true that's absolutely true. well do you have any social media that you want to shout out well, of course. Always. <laughs> um, I have my Instagram, which is Charlotte Emma Hegley. Um, I've got my Twitter, which is just Charlotte Hegley. Mm-hmm. Um, if you Google Charlotte Hegley, you'll go to my website and you can find a link to both of those um, pages. But I, I'm more active on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I, I meet a lot of dogs in my wanderings, every daily wanderings. <laughs> and I often ask, like, can I take a picture with your dog? And they're like okay <laughs> so I mainly post pictures of me and, and dogs um but that I personally that's quality content right there oh, like, of course oh, yes. absolutely that's what yeah. we need in 2020 we need people <laughs> and their dogs or people and somebody else's dog that is cute, cute puppies. puppies it was so funny I was I asked my friend um Tia if I could take a picture with her puppy uh because now everyone's getting a puppy right like it's mm-hmm. something with COVID in the air everyone's like hunkering down and getting a cute dog and um my friend Tia got a golden retriever puppy oh I take a picture with Shadow and then Tia I know Tia from high school she's just like of course isn't that like your brand or your aesthetic I was like (laughs) I've been called out but it's so true (laughs) so then I'm like holding a dog being like yeah (laughs) but anyway thank you both so much this was so much fun oh Um, i appreciate you guys including me in this i'm excited to listen to your other interviews yes Uh, you've done you've done interviews with have you done interviews with aaron and not yet we haven't yet but we've done uh, brian bird um and then we've done andrew walker who played billy hamilton and jill morrison Morrison. and um now you so lovely well then I'll have to listen to those three and then keep keep tabs on it and see who else you get on yeah we're we're gunning we're gunning for certain people oh yes now that season eight has wrapped we're like we're coming like (laughs) (laughs) we're coming for you can't hide from us forever Uh (laughs) name it and claim it awesome 
Well, well thank, thank you so you. much for having me. Thank yes. you. All right, Hardys, make sure you follow Charlotte and the Hardys Hotline. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. What the heck? I forgot. It's Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>